You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, Locked On Lions for a Tuesday, an off-day Tuesday, October the 26th, and a Wednesday, October the 27th. Matt Derry with you along the Locked On Podcast Network, indeed your team every day, where we talk about your Detroit Lions, Lions, and Philadelphia Eagles coming up Sunday at Ford Field, 0-7 meets 2-5. and How the heck did the Lions climb up a certain media member's power rankings by 11 slots after a loss. I'll explain and talk about it coming up on the program today. Also, my new BFF, Brian Fisher, the host of Locked On Red Wings, a new co-host of the Locked On Red Wings podcast, along with Scotty Bentley. Brian's going to join me to uh, talk about uh, joining the network, his Locked On Red Wings podcast, and he works for the Lions radio network as well. Brian, coming up as well on the program today. And the Lions have made a roster move which could uh, then turn into another roster move at the cornerback position. We'll discuss that today as well. Follow me on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked on Lions on Twitter. And also, your comments always welcome at the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day right here on the Locked on Podcast Network. You can find us on all platforms, Google Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. If you listen on iTunes or on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. That would be nice. Uh, We've been on this uh, trail covering this Detroit Lions team on this network for six years. And we try to be fair. We try to be uh, down the middle, uh, opinionated, good guests. We'll do the crossover on Thursday uh, with the host of the Lockdown Eagles podcast, Gino. All of that coming up this week. I do believe the Lions can win and should win Sunday against Philly. The Eagles are a train wreck. Already you've got Nick Sirianni, Sirianni, their head coach, defending his defensive coordinator, uh, saying that they still have faith in him, even though the players have said, we don't like the system. And they've said it publicly. So I think the Lions have a chance to win this weekend. And, of course, they'll honor Chris Spielman, who is the special assistant to Rod Wood, uh, Chris Spielman, the former Lion great, will be honored uh, at halftime. Uh, once again, I'll say it like I said yesterday. If the Lions people are putting together the program for halftime, do not let Mar- uh, uh, Sheila Ford Hamp on the microphone because you're just going to get booze and you're just going to get people like me talking about that instead of focusing on number 54. Um, all right, so the Lions lose 28-19 to the Rams, the Hollywood Rams. On Sunday. And last week, if you were on SI.com's NFL power rankings, the Lions were 29th out of 32 NFL teams. The Lions lost. Played well, played hard, the whole thing. Did the best they could. Uh, but in the end, they lost. This week, they somehow jump. Are you ready for this? From 29th in the power rankings to 18th at 0 7. They are ahead, ahead of the Falcons, the Colts, the Seahawks, the Niners, um, hold on, Chicago, who has three wins, Carolina, Denver, 
one of my neighbors in Denver, Washington, the Giants, the Eagles, the Jets, Miami, Houston at 31, and Jacksonville at 32. The article is written by Connor Orr of Monday Morning Quarterback and SI.com. And he writes, how can I put a winless team number 18 in the power rankings? Define power for me. If I'm a player, I'm calling my agent and telling him or her to get me on a plane to Michigan so I can, here we go, bite some kneecaps, onside kicks, wildly honest press conferences, an egalitarian brotherhood. That's power. Dan Campbell for the win. End quote. What do you guys think of this? This is crazy. <laughs> 18. Look, the bottom of the NFL is really bad. Really bad. Like, I sat through Saints Seahawks last night, and that was painful. And the Saints are 4 and 2, and they stink. Seattle without Russell Wilson is god awful. Last night's 13 10 debacle, the only reason I watched it was for the Manning cast. I love. Peyton and Eli on ESPN2. It's must-see TV. And it was back last night after a few weeks off. Thank goodness it was back. Because the Manning cast is where it's at. But to say that the Lions should be higher rated in power rankings than the Bears, who they lost to, the Niners, who they lost to, um, I don't agree with that. Connor Orr is going out on a limb and basically saying, these other teams all stink, and there's some really bad teams. Seattle's bad. I watched them last night. I mean, Geno Smith has no business being on the field. None. But to move them up 11 spots is a bit of a gimmick. All right? This is a football team that is struggling, not very good, banged up, and is the lone winless team in the league. But they're not 18th out of 32 teams. That's nearly right there in the middle. Yes, the culture's better. Yes, Dan Campbell seems to have the troops rallied and they play hard and the culture, uh, like I said, is improved. But no. They lost to San Francisco. The Niners aren't very good, but they lost to San Francisco. The Niners still are better. Detroit went into Chicago and got embarrassed by Justin Fields and the Bears. You can't rank them ahead of the Bears. The Colts just beat the Niners, and he has Indy at 23 and San Francisco at 22. Indy isn't some world beater, but I'll take Carson Wentz over Jared Goff all day, every day. Carson Wentz is looks good. He's playing well. He's playing good football. Colts run game with Taylor and Hines and um, forgetting the other. Now, uh, Mar, um, uh, Mack, they, they're, they're Marlon Mack. They, they're better than the Lions. Carolina was horrible last weekend, but Carolina has three wins. They're better than the Lions. The Eagles are in 28th. That's the Lions' opponent this Sunday. Yes, if the Lions drop to 0-8, okay, and don't beat Philadelphia, there's going to be Major issues here because the Lions need to win a game. They need to get some confidence. All of that. And this is the team that they could definitely beat this weekend. There's no question in my mind that the Lions can knock off this bad 
um, Jets, or excuse me, Eagles team. All right? And we know how bad it's been for the Lions. All right? Um, since the final drive, by the way, of the first half of the Bengals game, the Lions defense has faced 15 drives. They've allowed drives that ended with the following. Six touchdowns, four field goals. My crack staff looked this up. Three drives that ended half or end of the game. One punt and one on downs. So while we're sitting here saying the defense is getting better and Aaron Glenn is scheming it up, uh, (laughs) it's still not getting off the field enough. You know? And that's an issue. All right, speaking of the defense, changes are coming in the secondary. We'll talk about it coming up next. BetOnline.ag, we're back and better than ever with BetOnline, a new web interface for the start of the basketball season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. You want to bet on any of the games going on here on this Tuesday night, whether it's hockey, NBA, World Series is starting. The number one spot for all of it this season is BetOnline.ag. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. That's promo code LOCKEDON to get that 50% welcome bonus from basketball, football, baseball, uh, NHL, boxing, UFC. Get in on the action at betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. All right, folks, big news today, and not a surprise to many, your Detroit Lions are getting a new cornerback, and they might be picking up two. Remember, A.J. Parker is going to be out indefinitely. The Lions' nickel cornerback, who's played pretty well. But when A.J. Parker went out of the game on Sunday against the Rams, Matthew Stafford and the Rams identified a man wearing number 33 in white, that would be Daryl Worley, and they picked on him a couple of times. Worley played 17 snaps on Sunday, and as we told you yesterday, his pro football focus PFF grade for the game was the lowest of any Lion on the weekend, 26.1. On defense, the next worst was Austin Bryant, and he was 42.9. Worley couldn't cover anybody and couldn't tackle anybody. And today the Lions released the veteran cornerback. And you would think that Nikel Roby Coleman, who is on the practice squad, infamous for the uh, late hit um, um, on Tommy Lee Lewis years ago, that was the helmet-to-helmet that was not called, and the Rams went to the Super Bowl. Nikel Roby Coleman, I would assume, is going to be elevated from the practice squad uh, to the active roster. But what I like that the Lions at least are doing here is they're not waiting around. Okay, Daryl Worley couldn't cover, um, you know, my grandmother, and she passed away many years ago. I mean, it, it was ugly to watch. He was so slow and so behind, and just, he's done. And there's a reason why he was out of football. Question now is where the Lions go, and who are they working out, and who can they bring in? But at least for right now, the team's not... You know, sticking with Worley or just moving him up, uh, they're going to make some more moves. And um, so there you go. 
Daryl Worley is um, gone. I would assume Nikel Roby Coleman will be elevated, but the team also needs to find another cornerback because A.J. Parker is going to be out a while. If Yatu Melifonwu, I think we'll be back soon, but I don't think it'll be this Sunday against the Philadelphia Eagles. So Brad Holmes making moves, and we'll see where he goes here to find some help at defensive back. It's been tough. Okuda out for the year. Melifonwu out a while. Now A.J. Parker. Mario Ruarie has played very well and has been very solid all year as kind of the team's number two outside cornerback. Right? There's not a lot of bright spots in the secondary. There's not a lot of bright spots on this team. But I think one of them has been Amani Oruarie, for sure. Brian Fisher is going to join me next. He is the host of Locked on Red Wings. Just sprinkle in a little hockey talk here. But also, Brian is behind the scenes uh, when it comes to the um, your Detroit Lions. So that's pretty cool. So we will talk to him uh, coming up next. What about our friends at Get Upside? An incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. It's called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN. And to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back. And there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. All right, bank account, PayPal. You can get an e-gift card for Amazon and other places. Just download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. And what about Rock Auto, folks? The number one place to get auto parts. Stop going to the chain store. Stop having to leave your house. If you go to rockauto.com, you can order parts for your car, whether it's brake lights, tail lamps, motor oil, whatever it is, from rockauto.com, and you do it at a discount at great prices. Save time and money when you use Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? That would be stupid. All right, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 if you go out of your house to a chain store. From Rock Auto, it's 216 bucks. That's it. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer. They're the best. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and write Locked On in their How Do You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Dot com, baby. I mentioned this guy yesterday. Brian Fisher is the new host of the Locked on Red Wings podcast right here on the network. And we wanted to welcome him into, welcome him into our show and kind of say hello and uh, and preview what he's up to at Locked on Wings. What's up, Brian? Uh, what's going on, Matt? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, just kind of enjoying uh, a day off here as I get ready to record my own episode of Locked on Red Wings with Bentley Scotty. <laughs> so tell me, you know, uh, uh, Scott obviously is the new host of Locked On Tigers. You're taking over Locked On Red Wings. Nolan has left us. I know he did a one hour and fifteen minute pod saying goodbye uh, the other day. But uh, you, you're right in now, and and uh, and I'm sure you're excited because I think the team for for the first time in a few years they're very watchable right now. 
Yeah, and I mean, a big part of that is because of the rookies on the team with Moritz Sider and Lucas Raymond. Lucas Raymond, obviously, on uh, Sunday having that hat-trick game against Chicago, but, you know, don't let all the spotlight shine on him because Moritz Sider's been fantastic, too. I believe he uh, leads all rookies in assists right now. Just those guys combined, along with that, that electric top line of Raymond Bertuzzi and Larkin, have been just putting up great numbers here in the first few games, with the exception of a a Calgary Flame shutout and a Montreal Canadian shellacking. But outside of those two games, you know, they got above 500 record. They're currently sitting third in the Atlantic division. Uh, it's just been a really strong start from the Red Wings. And, you know, uh, uh, assuming they can stay healthy, they actually, I wouldn't say they make the playoffs this season, but I think you're looking at a very, like, similar season to what the Tigers had, where you see a very apparent step forward in this organization. And in the next season or two, you could you could make an argument that they could become an, a legitimate playoff contender. The new host of Lockdown Red Wings, Brian Fisher, working alongside the host of Lockdown Tigers, uh, Scotty Bentley, as well on this program. And how many shows are you? What two or three shows in now? Uh, we are two episodes in. Uh, the third episode drops on Wednesday here, and so it'll be it'll be right around the corner. So yeah, technically three episodes. And it's it's three episodes. It's been a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, the the Monday episode, our very first episode, is already tracking to be one of our most listened to ever. And you know, a lot of that you got to give a shout out to Nolan. He laid the groundwork for a lot of the success of the show. And you know, it was a little nerve wracking stepping into that role. But uh, that that Lucas Raymond Hatrick episode is gonna is looking to be one of our best ever. How do you do it? So are you recording? So let's say the Wings, I know they played Sunday night. Are you doing the show right after the game? You're doing it on Monday morning? What's your schedule like, and how, how does it work for the listeners in and, and getting the, the content quick? Well, typically what we do is uh, on game days we record. I record from my bedroom. I got a nice little setup. Um, we actually use Discord to record our audio because they got a pretty good audio codec. Um, after Red Wings game days, we just sit down pretty much as soon as the game ends because that's when our emotions are the highest. We get the most energy, either positive or negative, depending on the game. And uh, we break down what happened non-game days, you know, depending on the news. We might do, you know, a, a, a baked-in segment, have some fun with it, or we'll talk about the news. Um, but it's almost always up sometime between midnight and 3 a.m. That way it's ready for people's morning commutes the next day because, you know, these 20, 30, 25 to 30-minute episodes are perfect for people on their drive to work. Oh, no, there's no question about it. Uh, where are you guys on this whole Bertuzzi situation? Because we all know, and I had to go through it on Locked on Lions, where we didn't want to spend every day of every show talking pandemic and, 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 and testing for COVID and all that. But well, the Bertuzzi situation is certainly an interesting one. Where, where do you stand on, on his stance? Well, um, I don't want to speak for Scotty here, but I'll speak for myself at the very least. And we did talk about it on Tuesday's episodes, you know, do a little plug there for Tuesday's episode, Hronik's absence. Um, and um, I, I think I, I'm not getting into his reasons for not being unvaccinated, but he is now the sole remaining player in right. the NHL that is unvaccinated. Yeah. And without getting into his reasons, I, I think it's very selfish. I'm not going to lie. I think that with every other player in the league, you have enough evidence to show that this vaccine is not going to hurt you. I mean, the science shows it's going to help you, but again, not getting into his reasons. So him not playing for the Red Wings, choosing not to play in Canada, in my opinion, is a selfish thing. And people keep saying, 
I keep hearing the argument, oh, it's only eight games. It's only eight games. And I said this on Tuesday's episode. Eight games translates to 16 points. 16 points translates to making the playoffs and not making the playoffs. Eight games is not insignificant. So for your top-line winger, for one of your top scorers, point-getters, to willingly say, I'm not going to play these eight games, I think that is a very selfish thing to do to the team. And you saw the absence that Bertuzzi not playing had on the Red Wings on Saturday in Montreal. Not saying they would have won that game if he was in the lineup, but it was a very noticeable absence. And he's just one of the best players on this team, and he needs to be the line, in the lineup game in, game out. And it's just it's super frustrating that some – because I love Bertuzzi so much as a player. Like, he's one of the best on the team. It's super frustrating to see one of your best players willingly say, I'm not going to play these games. Brian Fisher with me, uh, also from 97 won the ticket, and uh, I wanted to ask you about your role with the Lions because uh, cat's out of the bag. We're going to say it here. You run the games uh, in studio at the ticket and for the network as the sort of the studio producer and engineer, uh, which is exciting. And uh, tell me about how that's gone uh, on Sundays and what it's like. Uh, what's it like working with certainly Dan and Al Rosenberg and that whole crew? It's been awesome, honestly. I was actually pretty nervous going into it because I. They kept telling me, oh, this is a big deal. This is a big deal. Like, it's, it's complicated, you know, this, but they, it makes them a lot of money for the station. It does. But, you know, <laughs> I, I kind of – I had previous experience uh, with Red Wings, Tigers, and Pistons running those games. Um, and I, so I already had kind of a baseline. And then coming into that role, and we talked about it a little bit before, uh, having someone like Al Rosenberg, shout out to him. He's awesome to help guide me as I'm learning this Detroit Lions broadcast – has made it way, way easier. And it's so much fun working with Jim Costa, TJ Lang, Lomas Brown, Dan Miller. They're all really great guys. And, you know, it'd probably be a little bit more fun if the team wasn't 0-7 right now. But, you know, a couple heartbreakers heartbreakers later, uh, this is where we sit. <laughs> well, I'll say this. I think the team has done a uh, did the right thing by going back on the FM signal and going back to the ticket. And the broadcasts sound good, man. I, I think you're doing a great job on that. And it's crisp. And the sound with... The sound with Al is always some of the best in the league. And like you said, working with Jim Costa. <laughs> so, you know, you're sitting in the studio and the kick goes through from 66 yards or the kick goes through from 54 yards. And you've got to still be pushing the buttons and ready if Dan throws to break. But you want to watch the game because you're a sports fan. How tough is that for you? It is really tough. There are actually a lot of moments in that game where I'll look up and I go, when did the Lions get off the field? And I'm like, I didn't even know they had changed possessions at certain points because I'm paying so much attention to the production part of it that I lose track of the game. Now, I guess, I don't know if you could say fortunately or unfortunately for this, the big moments I do typically do get to see, and the big moments this season have been, you know, the Ravens walk-off uh, game-winning field goal, and it's just, those are heartbreaker moments. I remember us sitting across from Jim Costa, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, He's got to hit a 60, was 67 yard field goal to win this game. Like that's that's an NFL record. Like the Lions have their first win, of course. <laughs> bangs it off the crossbar and it, oh, and Brian! Sheer look of shock on Jim and I's face. <laughs> and you know we're Lions fans. So this is not nothing new to us, right? But we somehow get sucked in every year into thinking they couldn't find a new way <laughs> to lose this one, could they? And there they go. <laughs> He is the host of the Locked on Red Wings podcast and working alongside Scotty Bentley, who's sort of his co-host and also the host of Locked on Tigers. 
Brian, uh, the best of luck, man. Show sounds great, and uh, everybody, of course, can find the uh, the podcast everywhere. And uh, you're on Twitter as well. I'm with Brian Fisher nine seven one. Is that right? Yeah, you got it. Also, uh, my co-host Scotty Bentley is on Twitter at Bentley Scotty, and uh, give him a quick shout out. He is awesome. He has made this transition into host here uh, really, really smooth. He's just really great at what he does too. Awesome. Check those guys out, Locked on Wings, Locked on Tigers, and uh, Brian will stay in touch, buddy. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate everything. You got it. There he is, Brian Fisher from Locked on Wings. We've got the crossover coming up on Thursday. More tomorrow on the Wednesday edition of Locked on Lions right here on the Locked on Podcast Network. Thanks again for making us your first listen each and every day.